This deduction allows homeowners to rent out their home without having to pay tax on the rental income. So they can have their cake and eat it too. Yes. Normally, there's no way around it. If you get income, you pay tax on it. If you want to deduct something from your business and pay it to yourself, well, then that's just income to yourself, and the two kind of cancel each other out. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. And together, we started our CPA firm. We've grown exponentially over the past six years. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know. In a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite tax deductions. It's the Section 280A rule. Now, there's not very many things that are actually loopholes. People call all kinds of things loopholes. This actually is a loophole. And what I mean by that is... We use it in a way to deduct things on your tax return in a way maybe it wasn't exactly intended for, but it's completely legal and so we're still allowed to do it at least until they close the loophole. So again, that is the Section 280A deduction, also known as the Augusta Rule. And this is one of Carson's very favorite things to talk about, if you can't tell. And this deduction is pretty common, but a lot of people don't know about it. So most people are familiar with the home office deduction for business owners, but a lot of people are surprised when we talk to them about this specific deduction. So Carson, tell us what is the section 280A deduction? This deduction allows homeowners to rent out their home without having to pay tax on the rental income. So they can have their cake and eat it too. Yes. Normally, there's no way around it. If you get income, you pay tax on it. If you want to deduct something from your business and pay it to yourself, well, then that's just income to yourself and the two kind of cancel each other out. This is one time when there can be an exception there. So who can do this? Who can use the deduction? Can everyone use it? Is it for business owners? Anyone can use it. Mostly we use it for business owners, but if you happen to be a homeowner and you're not a business owner, and for some reason your house is very sought after for people to stay in, maybe it's on a golf course or in a vacation area, then you can rent it out for two weeks or less per year and you will not have to pay tax on that rental income. But for the most part, we use this for business owners and we allow the business owners to use their home as a place to have corporate meetings or other types of business-related events so that you can pay rent to yourself and deduct it on your business, but not report that income for tax purposes. So the Augusta rule does apply to your primary residence or 
even if you have a second home or vacation home. You can rent that out and not have to pay taxes on that income. The number one question I think that we always get when this comes up, is this even legal? Absolutely. It's absolutely legal. Yes, you can do this and people do it all the time. So if you use this deduction, you are staying within the limits of the law. So the way the IRS looks at it is that meetings are necessary for businesses like team meetings, client meetings, planning meetings, and many businesses will rent out spaces to host these meetings, which they would generally pay a rental fee to host these meetings somewhere else. This allows you to rent from yourself. So it's a nice little tax law that business owners should definitely be taking, though I do know that Carson has some other theories as to why they actually created the law. Yeah, it's possible that this has to do with the fact that some politicians have homes in their home state where they run for office, and they're on maybe a golf course or a nice vacation area. And of course, they spend most of their time in DC where they usually also have a home. Well, then why don't they just rent out that home and make some extra money during major golf tournaments, things like that. But of course, they wouldn't want to have to pay taxes on that. So they write a special law that exempts them. Um, That's a possibility. I don't know for sure, although they do call it the Augusta rule. And for those of you that don't know, Augusta is a famous golf course where major golf tournaments are held. So it's very likely that that's at least part of the reason why this rule exists. That is a very interesting theory, and you're probably onto something there. But the good news is we can all use this. What should someone do if they want to take advantage of this deduction? Let's talk everyone through the most important details of this tax deduction if they want to use it themselves. So first you need to know that you can only do this up to 14 times per year. So you don't have to do it that many times. You can do it less, but you cannot do it more than 14 times. As soon as you rent your home out a 15th day, all 15 days immediately become taxable income. Okay, so that's a very important thing to note is that it can only be 14 times or less or it is considered other rental income that you must pay taxes on. To simplify your life, you could just do it once a month and that will be 12 times per year and that's a pretty reasonable thing to do. So the second thing that's very important about this is that the IRS wants you to do your research to determine what local venues are charging for a business to host a meeting at their venue and determine what a fair rental price is. So if you could rent something out for, let's say, $500, you definitely do not want to charge your business, let's say, $3,000 whenever the going market rate is much less. So they definitely want you to do your research and figure out what a fair price would be. This can be pretty subjective because you could list your home on Airbnb or VRBO for one price, and that would be the nightly rent you could charge people on vacation. That wouldn't be the same thing as, let's say somebody was going to book a conference room at the local event center. It would probably be $1,000 a night, and it's for a tiny room. So you know you might need to look somewhere in between those numbers to figure out what's fair, and it might depend a lot on exactly what you're doing when you rent out your house. You just want to try to do your research a little bit and come up with a number that you think would be fair and that the IRS would also think it's fair. So also pay yourself from the business. You could write a check from the business to yourself 
Or you could transfer the money, but make sure there's a paper trail showing money going from the business to you personally that's specifically dedicated to that rent. And to make it even more legitimate, they want you to make an invoice to the business for the rental. So you can easily just create this one time and then duplicate the invoice each time you have a meeting just to substantiate each transaction. So you would only need this if you were to be audited, but these are the steps that they want you to follow if you're going to use this tax deduction. Next, you'll have to issue yourself a 1099 from your business to your personal social security number to report the rental income. That rental income will be claimed on your personal tax return, but then excluded under IRS section 280A. This seems to be a really crazy step that I think a lot of people skip, but you are supposed to file that 1099. Basically, you file it and then (laughs) there's a spot to say that it's excluded. So it's kind of crazy. Yes, it's definitely crazy and it seems like unnecessary paperwork, but it's what the rules say. So let's just follow the rules and get this great deduction. Absolutely. So another thing that they like you to do to legitimize this is to make meeting notes. So in January, you hosted a meeting and you talked about this. So it can be pretty simple. And that would legitimize it if you were to be audited by the IRS. And one last note is don't use the company Christmas party as one of the nights for this rental because entertainment purposes are excluded from the list of options for the 280A deduction. Okay, let's give a quick example if a business wanted to start using this, what it would be like. Sure. Hey, let's say you own a lake house and you're going to have all of your corporate meetings there once a month. And the rental for that would be about $1,000 per day. Well, you can have your business pay you $1,000 each month for that corporate meeting times 12 months during the year, you'll get a $12,000 deduction for rent expense on top of all of your other expenses, and now your total income will be $12,000 less. That would save you anywhere from three dollars to $4,000 on average. Right, so you can see how quickly that adds up to a pretty big deduction, and the bigger your company is, the bigger that deduction is going to be because you're going to need a larger space and more rent. And the bigger your house is, the more you can reasonably charge for rent. If you're in an 800 square foot house, hey, I feel you, but you can't charge $3,000 a night for that unless it's, you know, on the beach in California or something. Right. So this is one of our very favorite tax deductions that we talk to our clients about all the time. So if you end up using this in your business, make sure to send this episode to a friend and please tune in to the next episode of... What your CPA wants you to know podcast. <laughs> this podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional. 